Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Myers Park United Methodist Church, and welcome to Eurograss. Our great pleasure to have them here with us. My name is Hugh Floyd. I'm director of music here at Myers Park, and I'm delighted that you could join us this evening. We're especially thrilled to have this group with us from Germany, traveling through the United States, 17 days, 17 concerts, uh, going from here, I think, to Columbia, then through Georgia and Mississippi, Alabama, uh, back to Ohio, every day a different town. And we're thrilled that they're here with us tonight. Since 1978, they've been touring and playing together as a group, worshiping God through their music and sharing their faith with this incredible, incredible sound. We're really grateful for their time together. Their website says that they have, their website says they have five goals, which I'd like to share with you, not in their order, but it might be ours. To support like-minded organizations in Germany, the personal and spiritual musical growth of the Eurobrass members, evangelism, worship, and finally, the encouragement of believers. I'm thinking about the encouragement of believers because hearing this great sound is one of those things that's really terrific for us. Some people here tonight deserve special thanks. I'd like to take a minute to thank the hosts that are going to take some of these folks home with us, with them tonight. We're really grateful that you're opening your homes uh, and thank you for your time for that. Uh, for um, Jim is up there in the loft helping with sound and we're really uh, grateful for that. And uh, Glenn, Collard and Diane are the ones who introduced me to this great group and so we're really grateful for their mission work in Europe and their time with us here. And finally, my dear friend Sue, who has been our um, coordinator in pulling all this together, so special thanks to her in any case. We have great music, you see this terrific program. I, I have to admit I was strutting a little bit during the procession of the nobles. I was the only one who could stand in the back, so I was sort of enjoying my time. Uh, this uh, evening's worship concert is um, sponsored by the Walter Ball Fund, a fund which is a, a great gift to this church in honor of Walter Ball, who I had the honor of meeting when I was in college. And um, his, uh, this fund makes such a difference to this church. And this is a free concert, but no concert is free. And it's the gift of many of you uh, to the Walter Ball Fund that makes this possible. And, and we're really grateful for this. And Walter, I hope you enjoy it uh, too um, in this sense. Let's uh, have a word of prayer together. Creator God, God of the wind, God that blew into the nostrils the breath of life, uh, we are grateful for wind music, for the air of the spirit, for the breath that goes through these horns. We're grateful for the power of your spirit in our lives and for the power that music has to remind us of you. For a brief second, Father, we get to experience on this earth what it must feel like to be in your presence, the, the color, the majesty, the glory, the brightness of the brass instruments, the regal power that you have, God, and that you still speak to us. We're so grateful. Thank you for music that reminds us of our home, our home with you. In Christ's name we pray, amen.
Good evening, my name is Ben Roundtree, and I've been part of the Eurobrass leadership since my family and I moved to Germany in 2017. We have a varied program for you tonight that includes instrumental music of the 17th century, like the trumpets gave us earlier, up through German and American sacred music from this century. We have soloists and small ensembles, and we even have a brand new composition that was written especially for this tour, especially for you. We hope each of you find something that you really enjoy. We'll now play an arrangement of a famous melody from English composer Gustav Holst. His melody from the planets has been given various hymn texts, including the hymn sung at the wedding and funeral of Princess Diana, I vow to thee my country. To go along with this, with this arrangement for brass, I would like to read you a few lines from a different text by Michael Perry. O God, beyond all praising, we worship you today and sing the love amazing that songs cannot repay. For we can only wonder at every gift you send, at blessings without number and mercies without end. We lift our hearts before you and wait upon your word. We honor and adore you, our great and mighty Lord. We hope you enjoy Sterling Proctor's arrangement of the hymn tune, Thaxted.
Thank you, horns and tuba, for that exhilarating music. Isn't it amazing how much brilliance comes from these four instruments? For only the third time in 45 years, Eurobrass is on tour in the United States. And for the very first time, we are performing a brand new composition. You are part of what classical musicians call a world premiere, the first performance of a brand new piece that none of you have had the chance to hear before. There's a sense of tension when you hear a new composition for the first time. Will it be beautiful and melodic, or will it sound harsh and strident? Will it be so modern or abstract that I can't understand it, or will I connect with it instantly? Will I love it, or will I even like it? I have to admit that I have all of these nervous feelings about this piece for a very specific reason, because I am the composer. A Light Has Dawned is written in four different movements, like four sentences in a paragraph. These movements alternate between depictions of darkness and light. It is designed to be performed as one 12-minute presentation, so it asks you to hold, hold your applause until the whole thing is finished. 
Just so you know, there's a pause after the first and second movements, but the third and fourth movements run into each other without a break. The inspiration for this composition comes from these words written by the Jewish prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned.
My name is Angie Hunter. The first 25 years of my life were spent in Ohio, where I was born and raised, and where I studied euphonium. For the next 25 years, I was living in Germany, where I taught music at a small Bible college and studied trombone. Now, well into my third 25 years of life, I have the privilege of being at home on both sides of the ocean. During the school year, I live in Ohio, where I lead a small music academy for students there in the area. And during the summer months, I'm on the road with Eurobrass, normally in Germany. More about that in just a few minutes. It's at this point in the program where we want to give you all just a little glimpse, not only into my story, but into the story of each of the musicians here. I do want to point out that there's one name in your program that you won't find, one name that you'll hear that you won't find in your program, because this individual, until 10 days ago, had never heard of Eurobrass. Right before our tour began, our German teammate, Simon Bald, was prevented. He learned that he was going to be prevented from flying to the United States to join us for the tour, and we were forced to look for a replacement trumpeter on short notice. We were very grateful when Riley Beige was willing to step in on only 24 hours notice to fill Simon's shoes, and he's doing a fantastic job. I'll let the individual musicians take it from here. Good evening. My name is Nathan Lefebvre, and I come from Kearney, Nebraska, where I am the band director of 170 high school students there. Tell me about it. <laughs> I married my high school sweetheart, Julie, and together we have four children. And being from Nebraska, uh, when I come to the southeast here and get to meet some of you all great folks, I hear some interesting things about Nebraska. Like, Nebraska, where's that? Or isn't that just flyover country? Or my personal favorite, aren't there more cows than people in Nebraska? And while that is true, there are more cows than people in Nebraska by a three to one margin. We do have some things to be proud of in Nebraska. Um, we invented the Reuben sandwich. Any Reuben sandwich fans out there? Yes, that came from Nebraska. Um, Larry the Cable Guy, Malcolm X, Warren Buffett, and Johnny Carson, all called Nebraska home. And we also invented summer's most treasured treat, Kool-Aid. My name is Amanda Kanya. I live in Fort Worth, Texas, where I teach trombone lessons and play in various ensembles in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I enjoy coffee, swing dancing, and jokes that I find delightful, but sometimes get mixed reviews. Like, what did the salad say before dinner? Let us pray. <laughs> My name is Ben Roundtree. I've been married to Aaron for 22 years, and we have two daughters. Elise is 19 and studies theater design at Anderson University in South Carolina. And Emily is 17. She loves music and has charge syndrome. I grew up in Northern Virginia, where I worked for 20 years in the church where I grew up. And in 2017, my family and I moved to Germany as missionaries, where we use music to share the gospel and to encourage believers. My work on behalf of Eurobrass includes guests conducting church brass choirs around Germany and writing music for them. 
My wife and I also give concerts as the Bell Tree Duo, in which the two of us ring over 50 handbells. So I may be a dumb tuba player, but that's two people ringing 50 handbells. Wow. My name is Bernie Tripp. I am a sales manager for Sharp Business Systems. I live just outside of Indianapolis, Indiana. I have been happily married for almost every day of 34 years. I have two adult daughters, both of whom got married in 2022. I share my home with my bride and also four cats, four ducks, three chickens, a dog, and two peacocks. <laughs> my hobbies are uh, playing the tuba, fishing, vegetable gardening, gardening, grilling, and making a variety of different versions of beef jerky. My name is Beth Lunt. My husband and I live in Gaithersburg, Maryland, where I teach private lessons and play the horn in the Baltimore, D.C. area. I also have the opportunity to be a Stephen minister with my church. Although I don't make jerky, and it doesn't travel as well as his beef jerky does on tour, what I like to do is experiment with things that bubble. So I've been playing around with sourdough and sauerkraut and kombucha, so I'm happiest at home when there are about four things bubbling around the kitchen. Hi, my name's Kelly Hoslin, and I live about 30 minutes north of Green Bay in Wisconsin. Uh, I've been married to my husband, Adam, for 12 years, and we enjoy gardening. Um, I work for a metal fabrication company. I'm the office manager there, and one fun fact about me, my favorite bird is the eastern bluebird. Hello, my name is Stephen Foster. I live in Michigan, which, uh, which boasts 3,000 miles of freshwater shoreline, a preponderance of sweet cherries and blueberries, the home to Motown, and where everybody carries their own map. So I live in Jackson, I play in orchestras in Jackson and in the capital of Lansing, and I've worked over 25 years as a project manager for a fire sprinkler company. My wife Shelby and I have two kids in college, Stephen and Michael Lynn, and I'm saying their names because it's a live stream and they got on me last year because I only said my little dog's name was Charlie last year. So, yeah. Hi everyone, as Angie said earlier, my name is Riley Bache. I was born in Manassas, Virginia, which is known for its rich Civil War history, and currently I work as a trumpeter and music educator throughout Northern Virginia. Now unfortunately, that's really about all I have to say for myself. Uh, in addition to being the newest member of this ensemble, I also happen to be the youngest member of this ensemble. <laughs> so my biography is a little short.
Hello, my name is Sarah Stonebeck, and as you heard earlier this evening, I'm from the wild, wild west, uh, Bozeman, Montana, where I am the trumpet teacher and professor at Montana State University School of Music and principal trumpet of the Bozeman Symphony Orchestra. I come from a very brassy family. My triplet sisters, Mary, Kristen, and I all play trumpet, as well as our dad, which plays trumpet, and our mom plays horn. I love adventuring and hiking with my best buddy, Grant, who's a cross between a Rottweiler and Red Aussie two-year-old puppy. My name is Deborah Caldwell, and I am a new resident of Cape Girardeau, Missouri, where I will be the professor of trumpet and music at Southeast Missouri State University. And if you're a member of the Caldwell clan, you know that any place is on the way to where you're going. So even though I was born in Arkansas, I'm now in Missouri, which are next door neighbors. I had to go through Kansas, and then Georgia, and then Maryland, and then the better Carolina, and then on back to Missouri <laughs> before I made it to my new home. Uh, you may also find it interesting that my dad plays the musical saw my grandma was born in Japan, and I would rather paint than draw. My name is Catherine Cheney. I was born and raised in Georgia, where I spent 12 years working as a church musician before, in 2017, I moved to Germany to work with the Eurobrass leadership team full-time. In addition to helping plan and participating in the tour, I work with church brass choirs and other ensembles. When I'm not doing musical things, I enjoy hiking in the vineyards near my home in Germany and continuing to cheer for my favorite American sports teams. Go dogs! You just heard Catherine and earlier Ben speak about moving to Germany to work full-time with Eurobrass. Together, the three of us form the leadership team for a German nonprofit organization called Eurobrass, Music That Goes Beyond. This ensemble and our three-week summer concert tour, which um, takes place really almost every year in Germany, form the flagship of this nonprofit organization. But our ministry goes beyond just that. We also perform in various ensembles, we teach lessons, we offer workshops, and we do whatever we can to encourage and equip brass musicians in Germany. Our great desire is to live in the light of Jesus Christ that we've experienced in our own lives and reflect that outwards to the people around us. You can read more about, learn more about Eurobrass by picking up one of our info flyers at the info table after the concert. But for now, we want to launch into the second half of our program, beginning with a medley of hymns in praise to our everlasting God. And it's at this point that we'd like to invite you to join us by singing two verses of praise to the Lord the Almighty. You'll find the words to that hymn on the back of your program insert. I think you have enough light, that should be good. Uh, and I think after almost an hour of sitting, it's going to do you good to stand. I'll give you a sign. We'll start the medley just with the brass. Then at the appropriate moment, I'll give you a sign to stand if you're able and join your hearts together with ours in praise to our everlasting God.
Our next piece takes us back to the very beginning. According to the book of Genesis, the world began as desolate emptiness, covered in darkness. And then God spoke the words, let there be light, dispelling the darkness and setting creation into motion. In just a few moments, our trombones will play in the beginning, a piece that depicts both God speaking into that desolate void and the beauty of the creation that he called good. After God created light and darkness, land and sea, flora and fauna, he made mankind. The writer of Ecclesiastes wrote of man that God set eternity into his heart. That is, he made us with a longing that only God himself can satisfy. The second movement of Bach's cantata number 78 is a charming duet, but its text expresses the reality of our need for him. We hasten to you with faltering but eager steps, O Jesus, O Master, for help. Now, we're not going to sing. The role of the soloists this evening will be played by two trumpeters, Sarah Stoneback and myself. But first, the trombones take us back to the beginning.
We hasten to you, O Jesus, O Master, for help. But what exactly is this help that Jesus offers? I think most of us are aware that we're not perfect. We speak words that injure. We fail to do what we know is right. We act out of anger or spite. And yet, we live in a world that is the work of the God who made light out of darkness. He created everything out of nothing. How can we, with all of our failures and defects, stand before a God like this? The truth is, we can't. We need help. And Jesus, through his blood, is that help. When we accept his gift of grace, when we accept him, then we stand before God, not in our own mistakes and failures, but in Jesus, God's own son. That's the power in the blood, which we celebrate now with a fresh take on a well-known hymn.
In 2005, my wife Julie and I experienced the tragic loss of our first child. There was so much joy and excitement as we found out what we, that we were going to be parents. We were starting our family. Then, 24 weeks into our pregnancy, I listened in horror as my wife told me the baby had died while she was on a trip to visit her parents. The agonizing five-hour drive to be reunited with her and then the difficulty of the next five days was overwhelming. It was especially difficult as the doctors told us that we may never be able to have healthy children again. I can honestly say these were some of the most painful days of my life. However, through all this pain, we were able to also experience peace. We never asked God why, as we knew what his word said in Isaiah 40, 29. He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. We knew that he was more powerful than any of our struggles and that he would be faithful. We found comfort in the presence of our friends and family who were so warm and supportive. We found solace in talking with others who had experienced loss that we had never known about. In Jeremiah 29:11, God's word says, "For I have the plans, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future." While this doesn't guarantee a perfect life, it was a reminder to us that it is not God's intent to harm us, but that he has always has a plan for our life. No matter how difficult that plan was, our job was not to ask why, but what and how. What can we learn from this? Who can benefit from our story? And how can we serve others? Now, as I look back on this time in our life, we see the ways God blessed us through this painful experience. We were able to have a funeral and a burial of our little boy we named Silas, giving us a sense of closure and a place to go to remember that short time God gave us to spend with him. Because of the threat of not being able to have biological kids, we became more open to adoption. This in turn led to us five years later adopting our third child, Abraham, from Ethiopia. What a blessing he has been to our family. God also blessed us with three biological children of our own who are growing and thriving today. I could go on and on. As I look around in this beautiful sanctuary, I'm amazed by the beauty of the stained glass windows. The way an artist can combine the different shapes and color into a beautiful mosaic or story is stunning, especially this afternoon when the light was shining through. However, the pieces of stained glass window are broken and in some sense damaged. They're just a fraction of the original and have been removed with force. These pieces are fused together with harsh and dangerous molten metal that can be very dangerous during the creation process. I think our lives are like that, these stained glass windows. We are broken and shattered people. We have hurts, disappointments, and failures all throughout our lives. We experience pain and harsh circumstances, but our lives are in the hands of the master artist, God the Father. He is creating a beautiful piece of art with our lives. When we step back and look for his work, we see that he really does have a plan for our lives, a plan to prosper us and to give us a hope and a future. Our task is to recognize his work and give praise to the master who is putting these shattered pieces of our lives together into a beautiful work of art.
For my Savior loves me so, he will hold me fast. This song reminds us that Jesus isn't just some cosmic fixer who dabbles in our lives from afar, but rather a personal friend. He's still the all-powerful Son of God, but he offers his forgiveness, his life, and his hope out of his deep love for us. In one of his letters, the Apostle Peter wrote that he has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. But once we're there, he doesn't just leave us to figure things out on our own. He's with us every step of the way, taking every piece of our lives and building it into something that is bigger and more beautiful than anything we could possibly imagine. In the book of Revelation, Jesus describes himself as the morning star, the one whose light dispels the darkness of night. Our next piece is a worship song from German singer-songwriter Albert Frey with the title Morgenstern, or Morning Star. The text describes the joy of all creation at witnessing the light of God. Here's an English translation. Sing, my soul, for the night is at an end. Awake, get up, and bring praise to your God. All creation rejoices at the breaking of day, and God's daughters and sons shine in his light. Here's Albert Fry's Morgenstern.
almost reached the end of our concert. But before we play our final piece, I'd like to thank a few people. Uh, I think Hugh covered most of my list earlier. Uh, but I want to speak a few words from, from us as well. Uh, first of all, uh, Hugh mentioned Glenn and Diane Collard. Uh, ben and I carry out our work in Germany through Artists in Christian Testimony International. Uh, Diane is our Europe director and an immeasurable help to both Ben and me in our work there. And she was also our initial connection to this church. And so it's through her that we've had the opportunity to play here for you tonight. We'd also like to thank Hugh Floyd and Sue Bain and your team for making everything easy for us when we showed up this afternoon. Thank you very much. As you leave tonight, we've got a table set up in this lobby this way with several things that might be of interest to you. Uh, we have Eurobrass CDs and sheet music for sale. That sheet music includes both music for Eurobrass and music arranged for other brass ensembles. We've also got some information that's all free including information about the Eurobrass organization and our work beyond this tour. We've also got these little scripture cards. They have a lovely picture on the front, a Bible verse on the back, and a QR code that you can scan to see where that verse comes from and to read more. These are a very cool way to have God's promises in your pocket. So please feel free to take a couple for yourself and to give to others as you leave tonight. There's also an opportunity for you to give something back to us, namely your feedback. What did you like? What did you like less? Was there anything that particularly moved you or do you have suggestions for us for the future? You can share those with us by writing in our guest book, which is also at that table or by sending an email to eurobrass at eurobrass.de. And all of that brings us to our finale. We've talked a lot tonight about light and about the joys of living in God's light. But what do we do there? Well, what can we do other than worship him? That worship can take many forms, from rejoicing in the beauty of creation and the gifts that God has given us, to standing in awe of his majesty and glory. We've tried to capture both of those aspects of worship with these two variations on, O oh, Worship the King.
I'd like to thank you, Obras, for being here with us this evening, sharing their music and their faith and their stories. Uh, it's such a pleasure to hear such a wide variety of music. I'm, I'm still thinking through some of the TV shows of the Western themes. Um, I can't remember the second one exactly, but... Um, and, and the great hymn tunes of our faith. That for those of us that grew up in the church, we hear these words in our head and they keep coming back and the, the, the text and the tune stays with us and remember. Uh, the, the beauty of, of, of holiness and, and of worship together. It, it's such a pleasure to be here together and, and to um, be in the presence of, of music, 
and to be reminded of God's glory. Uh, it's a peaceful time of night, even in the summer, and we are grateful that you are here and that the brass has been here with us. And we would uh, like to share a prayer together as a benediction. God of all beings, of all country, of all time, we're grateful for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you that we live in a land of liberty where we can come together and worship you and we can honor you and we can share our love of music and our hobbies and our life and our joy with one another. We are grateful that you're with us always and you, we pray that we could abide with you in full honor and homage of your beauty in the same way that we know that you always abide in us as part of us in our being. We're grateful, God, for your presence.